My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. Sorry we're a couple minutes late. We've got a pretty packed show today, and I'm, I'm going to try and break everything down in the next hour, but we're going to move some stuff around. Uh, we have Peter Berninger here. He's going to take on the Wisconsin, Wisconsin election thieves, um, plus we're going to talk about day two of the speaker vote. I've told you before what I think is going to be the outcome, and that outcome is pretty simple for me. It's they're going to end up electing McCarthy. Um, you had President Trump that came out and talked specifically about um, that we need to set it aside and we need to elect them. You have MTG that's calling Americans bad bad names. You have <laughs> you have Dan Crenshaw that is coming out calling uh, Republicans that are standing up. By the way, many of them freshmen that is standing up. He's calling them his enemy. So we already knew that was because he he attended the uh, World Economic Forum with uh, Zuckerberg, and uh, he's here to do the biddings of other people, not the American people, which is so often the case with our uh, selected leaders, not elected leaders. And speaking of selection, let's go ahead and and welcome Peter to the show. He's been blowing up all over Twitter. Uh, Peter, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me on again. Hey, listen, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You are causing a whole lot of trouble and a stir on Twitter. I saw you pretty much everywhere. I go, (laughs) what's going on? And pretty explosive things that you were able to come up with, or excuse me, that you were able to uncover uh, as it relates to Wisconsin. Tell everyone first, though, who you are. Well, I'm just a private citizen, uh, data analyst, and uh, self-employed in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, I had a good friend who went to the polls on November 3rd, 2020, and was told that she had already voted. And this is a person who worked in the sheriff's office. Uh, She's since retired, but uh, she was told she already voted, and someone we found out used her name uh, and address to cast a ballot, an absentee ballot, uh, where she showed up at the polls in person. And it just morphed into that. We spent a godly amount of hours uh, with uh, over 2,000 volunteers behind us. <clears throat> now attorneys and law firms have joined in that they've seen. We've shown them in confidence uh, of uh, evidence that we found. We've had uh, numerous whistleblowers come out uh, that we've interviewed, and they've supplied documents from the U.S. Postal Service to um, the inside of City Hall in Milwaukee. So we found it. We know how they did it. We know who, who did it. And we get to a point, or got to a point, where then Robin Voss, the Speaker, Republican, of the State Assembly, covered it all up. And he put a, a, a thorn or, or a, a plug into the uh, taking of sworn depositions uh, by rigging the subpoenas behind the scenes. Um, that's a whole story on itself. And then he fired Justice Gableman, who was doing a great job, but could have done a lot more. And he squashed and Justice, the whole Justice, investigation. And the Justice Gableman, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Justice Gableman was on the Wisconsin Supreme Court, correct? He was. He's a retired uh, former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice. So, um, and we, we found everything. And we, uh, the people that were fighting more uh, than the liberals of the Democrats uh, come to find out after two years are the Republicans. They're the ones who are covering it up. And we actually have a staffer, Robin Voss, who admitted uh, that 
he was ballot harvesting at gun clubs and golf courses. That's a felony in our state. So, so Robin Voss is the same one, by the way, that supposedly won his um, primary against Adam. Uh, I don't believe that he did. Uh, he won by, I believe, is, is something like 252 votes officially. But uh, I mentioned in some of my tweets that we have found shapeshifters, and that's just a moniker that we assigned them to identify them, where what they were doing or are doing, they're still doing it. They're taking registrations and they're moving them to new jurisdictions. Sometimes they give them a new name, uh, sometimes they don't, but they're using a new address and a new jurisdiction. And specifically for all other election integrity groups and investigators out there, most of them, they're doing it right on election day. Now, our state allows that. You can register uh, same day in our state, but that's where how they were covering it up. Because then the election is determined in, in the, by midnight or the next day. Uh, it's certified a few days later by the, the municipal clerks, the county, and then the Wisconsin Election Commission. And then you're dead in the water. You can't challenge it anymore. All right. So we, we have a bunch of stuff, and, and you're absolutely right. We have a bunch of stuff that I want to go over, but I want to go over a couple of tweets that you put out there. Um, this first one, we put up uh, B1, if you would, please. Uh, one of four, and we're going to go through all four real quick. Yep, this is how it is done by Victoria Marshall at V-E Marshall, M-R-S-H-E-L-L. During the 2020 election, Michigan Democrat Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson sent out automatic registration, voter registration forms to all eligible Michigan residents. As a result of the mailer, 114,000 people were automatically added to Michigan's voter rolls. Many were duplicate and otherwise inaccurate registrations. By padding state voter rolls with new unlikely voters, Democrats can target unsuspected blocks of voters, harvest their ballots, and put candidates over the top. Various leftist 501c3 nonprofit organizations are solely dedicated to this. And then let me just go through the fourth one, which was, here we go, before. And the RNC GOP of Wisconsin says, but we have to raise more money, more TV, radio, just get our message out, and they lose elections. They're clueless. So, so this is the whole vote harder. I want you to, they want you to think that you can vote harder against uh, a, a system. And I want to say that the, the machines are at the, the, the tip of the spear. But the machines, the gas for that being the illegal ballots, the voter rolls, um, they want to say that you can outvote them, that you can literally just vote harder. And if we would just vote harder... None of this would have happened to begin with. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. You know, but, but that's exactly uh, uh, showing that the Republicans, the rhinos who are running our state party and like Michigan State Party, uh, they don't even recognize or understand the problem is that the uh, the liberals, the Democrats, the bad guys are going after the ballots. 
And that is like flooding, uh, like they did in Michigan. They did it here in Wisconsin too, but in a different way, which I tweeted about. They flood the uh, registration statewide voter list uh, with as many names and addresses as they can. That's their pool that they work off of. So now when you inflate that role statewide, now you have names and addresses that you can use once you have access to the registration list to cast ballots. And they only need most races, half a percent, one percent, one and a half percent, and bingo, they win the race. So yeah. it's in smaller amounts. And if you take how uh, what the official record of 20,600 votes that Joe Biden supposedly won Wisconsin by, divide it by our 72 counties, that comes to um, 286 votes or ballots per county. That's nothing. And in particular, we know for a fact, Mark Spitzer-Rubenstein of CTCL made phone calls the night of November 3rd. He was watching the incoming votes uh, uh, of uh, Green Bay. He was at Central Count. He is the one who had the router run up to his hotel room on the eighth floor of the Hyatt KI Convention Center in Green Bay, Wisconsin. He knew the vote counts. He knew Joe Biden was losing. So he makes his calls to the other Wisconsin five cities uh, down in, uh, you're talking basically Dane County, Madison, Racine, Kenosha, Green Bay, Milwaukee, and he gave the signal to feed more ballots into the system. But you can only feed more ballots into the system back when, first, you have to inflate the voter registration rolls because you need a name, address, um, voter ID number, so everything matches up. So when everybody, and that's the first thing we did back in uh, 2021 and even 2020, we started looking at the counts. Well, they know right. they're smart enough to match up all the counts. So, so this is, what's interesting about what you said is that we have to ask ourselves a question. You, you posted this yesterday. Liberals spend 700000 plus in 2020 for just for the Wisconsin registration list. Ask yourself why. And this is a talking about alloy. And then if you, you, you did another tweet, and I'm sorry, I want to go through all these. And, and somebody just asked on one of the things, Joe, why are we talking about elections in 2020 still? And I go, Peter, have, have we resolved? Why are foreign countries still covering the election fraud in 2020. And in the United States, they want us to move on. When everyone across the globe is talking about the fact that they stole elections in 2020, 2021, and 2022. Peter? Well, it's in my tweets also is that uh, with uh, the Wisconsin administrator, uh, Megan Wolf, yeah. along with Claire Woodall-Vogg and the Center for Voter Information, what they did in 2020 is they used those lists to see who was voting, uh, who voted or not voted, who uh, was registered or not registered, um, and how effective their mailings were. And they increased the voter registrations illegally by 250,000 by sending out uh, an illegal form that didn't meet all the requirements that our state statute does. And what relates to that and, and why we lost in 2022, at least in Wisconsin, we lost big time. And the governor, uh, we lost that, is... Those 250,000 illegally registered uh, voters are still on the election polls, the registration list. I'm sorry. They're still on the registration list. They use those voters to win the elections in uh, the November 8th midterms. So, so let, me, let me actually do the math for you because I, I have done the math. We're going to do an entire show on this, by the way. And I think that uh, there's a writer um, out of Serbia and uh, that has been that wrote on this, that I've been studying this article that was sent to me by one of our one of our long-term uh, listeners but uh, if you own the election machine companies and you own the ballot printing companies and you have nonprofits that are out there being the proxies for these companies like what we saw in the Twitter files the the, the proxies for these companies in developing a, a list of voters and you own all those things all you have to do is print ballots they can be, and the machines can print them with it looking like it's a human hand. All you have to do is print the ballots, and then you just go grab the stacks. It's really simple. It's, it's easy. It's easy to print ballots. In fact, until recently, the PDFs for each ballot of all of our jurisdictions in the state of Wisconsin, which is one thousand eight hundred fifty-two, they used to post the PDFs 
on their websites, their, their city and county websites. So you could just simply download the PDF and print the ballots. That's the easy part. But we, are, we have enough evidence now to say confidently that some bad actor or actors are in the WISVOTE registration database. Someone is moving around registrations to jurisdictions where they need to add more votes to win races, including the primary for Robin Boss in uh, down in Racine County, District 63. Yeah, so let's walk through this if we would, because this is some of the evidence you put up, again on Twitter, and this was as of yesterday, as a 250. Uh, Alloy, one of two, first page of people, entities who purchased the Wisconsin statewide voter registration list, live spent more than 700000 uh, over 50 times at 12500 each, just in 2020, Wisconsin Election Commission public records requests. It's unbelievable. Go to the next one on page two, and it has a list of, again, who did it, what their names, phone numbers, addresses, and there's, we go to the next one, which you have, this is Alloy, two of two. Statewide list bought by Libs in 2020, a few GOP purchases on it. Uh, with them spending over 700000 ask why, source WEC public records request, Alloy NGO bought it 28 times, spending 350000 just in 2020. Then lady who did the purchasing went to uh, Civitech, adding three. Um, see, what Alloy see- was doing... Yeah, but Alan was doing, I obtained that list from the Wisconsin Election Commission through a public records request. And uh, I was first told they did not want to give it to me. However, one of the attorneys, and I believe it was Jim Wateka, he, he said, no, you have to give it to him. It's a public record. So when I published that, um, and, and then I tweeted it now recently, it shows this one group in particular, Alloy who bought it 28 times, as it said, my tweet says, for $350,000 just in 2020. Now, sometimes they even bought the list within six days of each other. So they're spending $12,500 one day, and six or seven days later, they're spending $12,500. Then they did it again and again and again. Well, what they want to know is who registered, who didn't register, who uh, uh, voted and cast sent the ballot in, the absentee ballot in, uh, they wanted to know all the information because they're, they're, they're seeing how many ballots they're going to have to stuff into the system on November 3rd and 4th to take the steal the election. That's exactly what they did. Now, the Civic Tech is, tight, is down in Austin, ten, uh, Austin, Texas. And this person, Alloy, uh, Allison, who was buying this list 28 times, we found out was using Reed Hoffman's credit card from uh, one of the founders of LinkedIn. Okay. So then she quit her job at Alloy because they were bought out. Uh, and that's a, this is a whack-a-mole where these NG, NGOs pop up, but then they go and slither away. So then she goes and works for Civic Tech. Well, Civic Tech is the name on the instruction sheet of the illegal 250,000 illegal voter registration applications sent out on Wisconsin. And it galls me that those people are still on the voter registration list today and we're able to participate in the November 8th election. And what that means is those 250,000 people were not fully vetted as required by our state statute um, under 6.33 section one, all right? So they voted illegally. Uh, they probably swung the election for the governor uh, and the, uh, uh, the state attorney general. So it, what's interesting about what you just said is that we, we now have proof, and, and look, I believe we always had proof, but we now have proof of the fraud in Wisconsin, and we can actually draw the lines to it. Is anyone else, Peter, paying attention inside of the legislative group or the judiciary or the Department of Justice or anyone paying attention to the things that you're pushing out related to this? Robin Voss is following me, um, okay. but I've gotten word from several insiders because we have, I'll say, like the Washington spies of the Revolutionary War. He had about seven or eight primary ones. I've right. got 2,000. I've got 2,000. I've got spies in the Capitol. So we're watching. Uh, we're beginning to do recordings, uh, sound and video. So a lot more is coming out. Um, so uh, Captain Brad Fry talks about Solomon's work, identify the method of a constant. Yeah, so just, just so you know, uh, Brad, uh, Solomon is coming on the show. Uh, 
we're working on that now to get it. And there's a video out that we're going to be sharing with everyone that relates to the math part as well. But you're absolutely right. We, by the way, Peter, we have lots of experts on our side. Have you seen any experts on the left side? Come forward. No. Any? No, not. not I, I can't not say one. A, a one. I've been on this for 12, over, 12 hours a day, sometimes seven days a week for two years. So the reason why I bring that up is because they are trying to sell us on the idea that, oh, nothing to see here, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. But as I look further into it, I was just doing some research a couple days ago, and I, was, and, I, and, I was, and I was talking to one of my friends, and he's like, Joe, I went and looked it up. I was trying to find if there was any, any people out there that were experts that were speaking up on behalf of CISA or anyone else. And he goes, I was mad at you. We've talked about this on the show before, but now as I get deeper into it, I can't find one expert. And things like time drift, which they talked about in Mesa County, happened on the system. Time drift, is, is it, it is a thing, but it is not a real thing related to how they described it happening in the system. And still, the only expert they had was, we went back to Dominion. We didn't go to an expert. We didn't point out an expert. We just went back to Dominion, the person that committed the crime to begin with. Well, those, even if they had an expert, that person would not have access to everything that we've done, uh, such as we have well over now 2,000 uh, uh, public records requests that we've submitted. Uh, we have millions of records and documents. We have databases. We have access to the Valentine Fractal Programming System, which is, which is going to be revolutionary, especially coming this year when we match up the tax, rec, pro, tax property records. We're going to really ferret out the fake registrations and the databases. And real quick, guys, I want to remind you of another one of our sponsors. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can hold gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to 989-898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to the number 989-898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, secure your future with gold. Start today with your free info kit. There's zero obligations to make this request. Just text DAILY, D-A-I-L-Y, to 989-898. Again, that's 989-898. Sorry, I just got word that we were, I was uh, violating community standards. Um, our standards are misinformation that could cause physical harm. I'm going to send this over to you really quick. Sorry, this is kind of breaking. I put stuff on Facebook and uh, kind of to take a little bit of a squirrel. The reason why I'm doing this squirrel is probably because it's important that as it happens, I want to read to you and I just put it inside the comments if you would. Oh, no, that's not it. Don't, don't post that. Don't post that. Don't post that. That is not it. Sorry. Give me one second. See if I can find it. Here it is. All right. Sorry, Peter, you got to see this. I put this post up and I was just told that I, uh, I'll read the first part. Go ahead and put it up if you would real quick. A little bit of a squirrel, everyone. I need you to understand this. I put this up on Facebook. It says to my brothers and sisters out there, do not put any vaccine in your body. Red pill moment last night in the Bills game. They are trying to destroy our nation and our people. Prayers up, stand up. So they put a tag on it that says, visit COVID Information Center for Vaccine Resources. Uh, and what they said is, is that we don't allow false information that could cause physical harm. That was a opinion that I had based on what they're doing to try and destroy us 
And it says, we don't allow information that could cause physical harm. In some cases, it includes information that recognized health organizations say could mislead people about how to cure or prevent a disease. I didn't do any of that. Um, what's interesting about this is that now it's telling me that the only thing I can do is accept the decision. It does not allow me to go through and not accept the decision. So I will not accept the decision. That same thing comes up on half our Spotify episodes. Yeah, so the reason why I put that up there is because these companies, and I think our attorney is in there. Is our attorney in there right now? She just left. Okay, so we have an attorney that is trying to monitor, Peter, things that they're doing on social platforms, and we are going to... Um, we are going to make sure that we actually file the, the corrective action, the lawsuits against them for that. I just so everyone knows, that just happened in real time. I get blocked for standing up for people for not putting stuff in their veins. Peter, I don't know if you've been following what happened to the Bills player, but uh, pretty scary. Um, we get conflicting reports. It looks like he might be brain dead, and he was a vaccine recipient. So, crazy yeah, stuff. I uh, for, and for the record, I'm unvaccinated. Never will take it. All right. So I want to run through some more stuff if we can. Maybe you could describe some of this stuff to us. Sorry, I had to squirrel there for a minute. But I want everybody to understand that I get out there and I talk about things. I constantly are talking about things, and I don't want people that I love. Actually, I don't want any of you out there to go get something that can actually put you in harm's way, uh, ruin your career, but also leave you behind, leave a family behind that's devastated by the decisions of very evil and dishonest people. They're dishonest. I mean, if they want to have an honest conversation like we're having about election fraud, they're welcome to, but they don't have any experts because they cannot refute the information that Peter's putting up. So, Peter, let's uh, let's talk through this. This is uh, one you put up. Let's put up uh, B10 if we can. Some of the 117 registered electors were active to vote when this was found in Racine County. State Rep. Robin Voss lives in this county. He must be proud of our West vote registration system with tens of thousands of registrations like this. Remember, inactive can be flipped to active. So tell me what I'm looking at right now. Well, that's a um, assisted living uh, facility where we had a volunteer who worked there, used to, and uh, we looked up the number of registrations. And here's a classic example where uh, they leave the 117 registered on there uh, in, the, in the registration system. Now, the first thing out of Megan Wolf's uh, mouth, the administrator of the Wisconsin Election Commission, She'll state that, well, don't worry, they're inactive, they can't vote. Well, that's not true because the inactive list is connected to the active list. And we're the ones who ferreted that out. She loved to say that, uh, don't worry, they're inactive, they can't vote. But she would admit, which she lied then, she admitted that the two lists are connected to each other. And you can flip an inactive to an active in two seconds. And this gets to a bigger issue is that the liberals and the Democrats... They do anything they can, and they are controlling the statewide res registration lists um, in most states in our union, and that's a huge problem. And if you want to look at certain things, they won't let you. So the next one, you're absolutely right, but the next one's interesting because 33 registered to a seasonal campground at Door County, Wisconsin. Can't use an address you don't live at. This is a, 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 a seasonal campground. It shuts down in the wintertime. Nobody is allowed to live there, maybe except for the caretaker as a house on site, but that'd be one to three people registered. So all those people are using an address that they should not be doing, should not, should not be using. All right. Well, I, I believe that, that maybe this is possible. This is a mobile home that's for sale. And this one has 20 registrants for the single bedroom mobile home in Columbia County, Wisconsin. Makes sense. Yes, but, yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? But, uh, but again, you have those 20 registrations. Again, you always get to get back to what do you need to, to cast a ballot in our state or any state? And you need a name, address, uh, a voter ID, and it has to be in the Vote voter registration system. Those 20 are in there. It doesn't matter if they're active or inactive, okay? They're in the system. That gives the bad guys access to those 20 registrations to use to cast a ballot. 
This might be a dumb question, but does that have anything to do with the government's uh, how much money we spend on vacant buildings all the time? The federal government does in the United States. Well, they have a lot of vacant buildings, but I think that 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 would Im imply that we have intelligence communities that are uh, creating this color revolution. I mean, uh, you could you could draw that conclusion. As a matter of fact, it'd be easy to draw that conclusion just based on how many NGOs they have running around doing what what Peter's talking about right now. So yeah, in essence, could. Could you have to and, and that brings me to is is uh, the NGOs. The NGOs have been allowed and permitted to come into our state and other states because they're national organizations. And the election officials like Claire Woodall-Vogg in the city of Milwaukee, uh, Celeste Jeffries in the city of Green Bay, they've allowed these NGOs to come in with the Zuckerberg money behind them, and they literally take over the uh, elections. It, it's unbelievable. We have an eyewitness who saw, heard uh, uh, firsthand Claire Woodall-Vogg announce to her election staff, say, these are the people from CTCL and the election group out of Chicago. You do what they say. These are private citizens from out of state, like Mark Spitzer Rubenstein and Omar Sheik from the elections group, who came into our state as private citizens into the back rooms of our elections. And Robin Voss sits there and covers it all up and would not let the depositions being ta be taken of these people. And then you ask people like Megan Wolf and the, the six dumb commissioners on the Wisconsin Election Board, oh, there's no election fraud. Okay, well, then let me take the depositions of 15 people that I'll name. They won't let me do it. So they're telling you to move on, correct? It doesn't matter what they tell me to do. But, that, but that's what they're telling you. In essence, that's what they're telling you. Correct. And, and, and I've had um, rhinos, Republican um, consultants working on the campaign, this last campaign, and in 2021 and 2022, tell me in person to my face with attorneys sitting on my side trying to show them the election fraud. They said, oh, yeah, well, that's, that's a lot of speculation. Uh, let's just move on. Maybe something happened, but Joe Biden's president. Let's just raise more money and and buy more TV and radio, and uh, and we'll get them next time. Self reliance, independence, control over our own lives. These are the things we talk about a lot here at Conservative Daily. That's why we want to talk to you about Air Med Care Network's Fly You Home. It's the best way we know to keep control of your medical care should you find yourself hospitalized far from home. A Fly You Home. Membership gives you the option to be transported from that faraway hospital to one close to home so you can recover near friends, family, and your own doctor. And Fly You Home takes care of absolutely everything from Hospital A to Hospital B at no extra charge. Membership is amazingly affordable. $159 a year covers everyone in your home. We've arranged for our listeners to get up to a $100 e-gift card with a new membership. Just use code CONSERVATIVE, C-O-N-S-E-R, V-A-T-I-V-E. Be sure you're the one making decisions about your health and healing. Go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash conservative today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash conservative. Use code conservative, C-O-N-S-E-R-V-A-T-I-V-E. Well, you can't get them next time because you can't outvote the machines. Exactly. And you notice all these elections now, at least our state, they win by like 20,600 for Biden. They won like 17,000 for Josh Call, the state attorney. They won like 28,000 for uh, Tony Evers, the governor. Uh, all these numbers are just enough, just enough to do it. And we know that what's happening is they're, they're watching what the count is during election day and night. They have access to the numbers. Then they know exactly how many ballots they have to feed in. And that's what they're doing. And then they win by that. Half a percent, one percent, one and a half percent. Well, you you have to. I mean, part of that is possibly true, but I will tell you that in order for that to happen, you would have to have some sort of output variable where you just need a certain number of ballots to win, and you just have to basically make right shift that. In other words, I believe that they're watching it for sure, but that's why you see these jumps that you have where they have proportional voting, right? So they can. But I use this as an example. Let's say that you ran against Robin Voss. You got seven. He got three. 70-30, right? Yes. Correct? Okay. So at 70-30, right. 
in order to get to a place where I can steal votes based on that, I have to get it to a place where I can equalize it. So it's really simple. I give a thousand votes to him and I give a thousand votes to you. Now you're at a thousand three and a thousand seven. Are you still at 70, 30? No, but let's, if you, you picked Robin's boss, so I'll pick the real world Robin boss. Okay. In his primary, he paid money to a known liberal group in Racine County where this race was held. And he got Democrats from that liberal group to come and vote for him because it was an open primary. That's how he stole the election. In addition to some of these registrations I talked about earlier, the shapeshifters being moved to District 63 from other uh, jurisdictions on Election Day and then uh, casting a vote. Of course, we don't know if they voted for Voss, but obviously uh, that's our suspicion. So you don't know. And one of the reasons why you have open primaries is so you can manipulate and select, not elect. You have to have a full system in order to do it. You have to have machines. You have to have access to ballots, be able to print ballots. You got to have access to being able to manipulate voter rolls. And you got to have access to the ability to manipulate and work with this uniparty establishment in order to make sure that your candidate is put in that position. Correct. Correct. So it is a collective, I mean, this is a collective problem. This is a collective problem. This is a problem that we are dealing with right now as it relates to every state in the union. And it's it not going because, away. Because you're talking, again, the billionaire money like Zuckerberg and Reed Hoffman and uh, the, the founder of uh, eBay, uh, Odimar. Okay, so th that's the money source. Then that what they're doing is they're bringing in the NGOs, which are national in scope, but Souls of the Poles is one of the worst ones, okay? They bring those in, and then the some of the corrupt clerks, and, and thank God there's not that many, but there's at least 15 in our state of Wisconsin, at least, who let these people come in and take over our elections, and that is sovereign fraud. So who's stealing our elections? Our own government is. Yeah, so... Tell, tell me how you see us combating this. You have to get back control of the registration list in your state to get it cleaned up and keep it clean. Okay? Then you have to contact like the top 20 donors to the RNC and the GOP and get them to stop donating money to them because these rhinos only feed on money and of course power that it leads to. But if you can get the very top, the, uh, the, the, on the conservative side, Republican side, the top 20, even 50 donors, write them a letter, try to call them or email them, get them to stop donating, donating to the RNC and the GOP because they'll never listen and never make any changes until uh, the money supply gets cut off. Not that they even know what the problem is, but we can address that later. Okay, so I want to I want to point something out here because th this also came up, and we we haven't put this up yet. And I was just doing some some basic searches and making sure that I could, um, you know, validate some of the information you put up. But Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, see the two registrations they're missing apartment numbers using WC's own data found one thousand five hundred one hundred and twenty nine of them state statewide. How would a mail carrier deliver to absentee ballots when the apartment is missing? Uh, send list to Don Millis, chair of WC three weeks ago, never heard back, hashtag election fraud. So what you have here is an example of, uh, you have an apartment building, it's a fairly good size one. It's a complex. So if you're a mail carrier, which now nowadays they, they change over constantly, you get a new mail carrier. So they yeah. come up with an absentee ballot from being mailed by the clerk, to uh, a particular apartment in that building, how in the world are they going to know who to deliver it to if there's no apartment number? Right. And I can, I can tell you that the legal address, uh, if it doesn't have the apartment number or suite number on it, it's on the U.S. Postal Service's website that they have no obligation to deliver the mail. So what can happen is the ballot gets rejected because it's not a complete address. It goes in the reject bin. It goes to the Milwaukee Sorting Center. Some bad guys, and we have this on first-hand information from a whistleblower. 
bad guy goes into the reject bin, picks up the ballots, takes them to the NGO, like souls of the polls. They fill out the ballots, put them back into the system, and then they get mailed to the clerk. And the clerks are being used as tools to commit election fraud, and they don't even know it. And you ask them, is there any election fraud in your jurisdiction? They'll immediately deny it, right? But I'll ask them, okay, well, then let me see every single thing I want to see in, in your jurisdiction on documents and computer programs, and they'll say, no, you can't. Okay, so what, at, at this point, at this point, we've uncovered all the fraud. We, we obviously know that, that even Robin Voss himself admitted that there was massive voter fraud. He did. And we have we have gone back and forth in Wisconsin, and at this point, I mean, after I get done with this, I'll give you the final word, and then we have to I have to move into talking about what's happening with the vote. But um, and I do appreciate you coming on, but but everyone knows that the fraud exists. Everyone knows that we're, the fraud we're dealing with. So why are no, is no one doing anything about it? Why why is there not any sort of push on the on any? I mean, anywhere not. Not one person is willing to pop their head up. Why do you think that is, Peter? Other than people that are private citizens that are experts in this. Because it protects their power base, especially the rhinos. It protects them. They are already in office. Uh, they're cozy and comfortable. They don't want to deal with this. They want to get back to the pay-to-play pay to scams that they're running. Um, and they don't want to deal with it. And they're already elected and comfortable uh, they're getting their paycheck and their pension. Um, they don't want to look into it. Okay. But so, I have to correct you. People are, people are taking action like us. There are numerous lawsuits that our side, the conservative side, have won in Wisconsin. In fact, there's nine of them that we won recently to improve the integrity of our elections. There's several lawsuits filed right now that are going to blow things up. Trust me. All right, so let's, uh, I'll give you the final word, Peter. Thanks for all the work that you're doing in Wisconsin. I do want to thank you for staying on it for the last two years. If you have any other updates, please reach out to us so we can get you on. Um, uh, at, at this point, I got to tell you, it's, it's, uh, we're continuing down the path. You know, Mike Lindell's got some explosive information. We're trying to get him in front of Elon Musk. I think Elon's one of the smartest guys out there. It's just a matter of time until he moves over to election fraud from what he's discovering about both COVID-19 and the infiltration of intelligence communities. So, Peter, I'll give you a final word. How can people find you and follow you? And then uh, I just want to say thank you. I strongly recommend for the information to tell the story of what happened of a Wisconsin election fraud and is still happening is uh, read all my tweets. There's something like 135 and a lot more to come at, at Peter Berniger. And it's posted down, I see on the, on the screen here. And the last comment I want to uh, uh, tell people we had a Democrat come to us and admit in person in Madison, Wisconsin, that all this election fraud that's happening that I'm describing in the tweets, they call it the insurance policy. Nothing to do with Washington, D.C. and Peter Stroke and, and Lisa uh, and the FBI. They're calling it, this is called the insurance policy in the state of Wisconsin to commit election fraud to get Democrats elected. All right. Hey, at Peter Berninger, P-E-T-E-R-B-E-R-N-E-G-G-E-R. -E 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 Peter, thanks for coming on the show. God bless you. You're welcome. So we've got some other things that I want to talk about. Peter has been fighting nonstop, and he's talking about having that effectual voice. And what it takes is, is you have to make sure that you continue to stand up. Um, I want to get back to what's happening with the, with the McCarthy vote. Um, I don't know if anybody's following it right now. I don't think I have an update yet from Ash. Is she putting up updates yet? Yeah, there's an update uh, in Slack. Okay. There's a fifth vote expected. Let's kind of go through this with Chip Roy's nomination of Byron Donalds. Two black Americans are nominated for speaker for the first time in history. Kevin McCarthy stands in the way but does not have the votes. He should be relentlessly shamed. Donald now has nine. Uh, so I guess it's heading into a fifth vote. Maybe we could pull some of that stuff up um, and uh, if we would as well. But I want to talk about this. This is uh, McCarthy. Let, let's just talk about this. The context of the speaker vote. 
The Speaker has to get, let me just tell you this, the Speaker has to get 218 votes. The House cannot do anything, including swearing in the rest of Congress, until they have a Speaker. For the first time since 1923, that the Speaker has not been selected by one vote. Only second time since Civil War and 14 times overall in our nation's history. The longest is 133 rounds of votes, um, and that was in 1855-1856. Let, let's let's talk about this real quick. We have a video. Let's play this first video, A1. Uh, McCarthy took over the Speaker's house already, and um, we're, we're, we're not, there's no unanimous consent of that. Let's go ahead and play it. How is Kevin McCarthy feeling right now? Well, you I mean, it's tough to say. He's been mostly locked up in the Speaker's offices, of which he took possession over the weekend, although he has yet to earn the title, working the phones, meeting with staff, and trying to figure out what it's going to take to get those 14 kind of soft to hard no Kevin McCarthy votes into the yes or maybe camp, given that he can only afford to lose four of them. Our team caught up with the would-be Speaker outside his office, and listen for yourself and decide if you think this projects confidence. Are you prepared to make more concessions in exchange for more support? Amish, these behind-the-scenes scrambles to lock down support for speakership aren't new. Remember, we went through something very similar with Speaker Pelosi between 2018 and the start of the Congress in 2019 when Democrats had retaken the majority and she had to lock up the votes. But there was none of this 11th-hour concern about whether she had the votes when they were coming to the floor. We're in a position right now where we might, for the first time in 100 years, not know who the Speaker of the House is going to be after the first ballot tomorrow. Uh, it's incredible to see... Well, we played this a little bit before. It it is they're, they're cycling through. Let me just tell you what's going to happen. McCarthy is eventually going to be elected as a speaker, but some of the things that are happening inside of how the sausage is made behind the scenes are going to concern you. Um, let me just tell you a, a few of those things. Number one, uh, McCarthy is threatening people. He's making threats to get votes, so it's no longer. He, they, they don't care about the American people. McCarthy doesn't care about American people. And I'm not souring on President Trump or his you know, nomination of Kevin McCarthy. Kevin knows how the, the sausage is made. Kevin McCarthy is one of the few people that, is, that stood in the way of President Trump before. I don't know why he's supporting him, but I also don't have the ability to have all the inside knowledge that President Trump has. So I don't know in this kabuki theater what's good or what's bad. With that said, he's not my pick. Jim Jordan would be my pick. Andy Biggs would be my pick. I'll even um, relent and say, I'd, I'd choose Donald over, <laughs> over McCarthy. But I want to play this. This is Gates talking about how McCarthy is making threats for votes. Let's play A2. A2. Do but we were threatened by my committee uh, chairman to be on the Armed Services Committee, Mr. Rogers, that if we did not vote for Mr. McCarthy, we would be removed from committees. Our position is that if Kevin McCarthy is the Speaker of the House and we don't have an ability to ensure that there is uh, oomph behind the agenda and energy behind our oversight, that the committee assignments don't mean that much anyway. I'm not here to participate in some puppet show where we pass a bunch of messaging bills, send them to the Senate, watch them die, fail to use leverage, and don't hold the Biden administration accountable. I don't want to relive the Benghazi experience where it's just theater We're pretending back. to be oversight. Right. right? We can do better than that, and, and that's our okay, so, purpose today. So well, this might be a part of the theater. It might be a part of a, hey, we tried. At the end of the day, I told you what my thought was. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because at the end of the day, they're going to elect Kevin McCarthy. And they're going to look like they've been fighting. And we have, this, we have this resistance group over here that's fighting for the American people. Now, I believe that some of those people are fighting for the American people. I also believe that some of those people were told to keep standing in the gap. Make it look like there's people on the Republican side that are standing up for you. Well, we've seen this all too often. Marjorie Taylor Greene said that she would stand 100% with the American people, got up and even called for a voice count, a voice vote, as they were like, yay, nay, because you don't know how it works. You can have a $7 billion bill that comes across, and the speaker gets up there and goes, all in favor by a voice vote, all opposed. All right, 
the favor has it, $7 billion is spent. And if nobody questions that vote, you could all have four people in the entire galley that voted for it. And then $7 billion goes out the, out the front door. It's really sad how our government works. But what's more sad is as you look at how the sausage is made, it becomes more and more clear. PhD in politics over the last two years, I think I've come to the conclusion that it's all an illusion. So let's talk about this. Jim Jordan, he's my guy. I love the guy. Um, but he nominated McCarthy in round two. Let's go ahead and play A3. My favorite scripture verse is 2 Timothy 4, 7. Paul's the old guy giving advice to the young guy, and he says, fight the good fight, finish the course, keep the faith. I like the verse because it's a verse of action. Fight, finish, keep. Not wimpy words, words that I think fit America. That's what the American people want us to do. They want us to fight for the things they care about and they elected us to do. And we should all remember, we should all remember, only about 12,000 people have ever had the opportunity to do what we're doing today, sit in this body, serve in this Congress. It is a privilege. It is an opportunity. We owe it to them, the American people, the good people of this great country, to step forward, to come together, get a speaker elected, so we can address these three things. I hope you'll vote for Kevin McCarthy, and that's why I'm proud to nominate him for Speaker of the House. Again, I have a PhD in politics now. I think I get it. I think I get it. I'll dance with the devil. I'm willing to dance with the devil. I'm willing to step over and allow the devil to have more space. As long as in the end we get what we want. Keep in mind, every single politician that ran in Congress from 2020 to 2021 had their net worth increase, or excuse me, 2020 to 2022 that was reelected, had their net increase by more than $2 million each. How many of you would like to see a $2 million on a $174,000 salary, $2 million net worth increase in just two years? I'd like to know. Now, the, 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 how we know it's Kabuki Theater is that there's 435 people. If I were to ask you the names of 200 of those people, could you name them? If I would ask you to name the na- name of 100 of those people, could you name them? If I was asked you to name 50 of the people in Congress, could you name 50 people right now that were elected to Congress? Yet we stand up and give people visibility. Other people know visibility. They're told to just sit down, do what they're told, follow in line, and do not have you do not have a voice. You will do what we tell you to do. You're part of our caucus. You're part of our regime. It really is sad that we've come this far to go back this far. So, McCarthy believes it's his turn. It's my turn. Give me the gavel. Get out of my way. <laughs> All right, just play it. A5, it's my turn. What do you think about the challenge for the conference and the country? Yeah. The problem is, is that you have a math problem. You just can't get there. So what do you do on the 10th vote, the 30th vote, the 50th vote? If it just doesn't move. Look, I, I have the record for the longest speech ever on the floor. I don't have a problem getting a record for the most votes for speaker too. Thank you all. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see how a few people, maybe it's five, maybe it's twenty, sit because they want a gavel that they can't earn by the conference of themselves. That would be interesting to me. That's not what the constituents voted them for. It's not what the constituents voted them for. Did you guys vote? Hey, Zach, did you vote to put 45, 55, $65 billion over in Ukraine and fight a proxy war against another superpower? Not at all. I didn't either. That's interesting. Now, just to take this off the table, let's talk about what Jordan wants and does not want. Let's play A6 in his own words. But is there any chance that you may be Speaker of the House? No, I, watch yourself. Uh, no, I, I'm being clear. I want to. I want to. I want to chair Judiciary Committee. Um, I mean, you guys know. I like. I like this ability to cross-examine witnesses and get the get the truth for the country. So that's what I'm focused on. What needs to change between now and when this ends? Uh, close need to change. It looks like to me. So how do you do that? Though? I don't know. We're going to work on it. But I got to get back to the office. I yeah, are you guys having more meetings and negotiations? All right. Well, he doesn't want the job. He's like, I like to cross-examine people. I got to tell you. 
deciding to have the most courageous people in the positions they need to be in is a job that I think would would favor someone like Jim Jordan. But it's hard to question the fact that he continually tries to bring light to the darkness of that entire establishment. And whether or not he's standing in the way or is just placating to the fact that President Trump wants McCarthy to take the seat, I think President Trump came out and very specifically said, all right, let's just, let's just get it over with. Get him in the, get him in the seat. So I, I think that there's much to learn. I think President Trump over the last six years has gotten his PhD in politics. And much before that, he would basically uh, placate both sides as he understood where the bodies were buried. And in large part, he did a lot to help the American people. There are things, as I talk about, that maybe he didn't go far enough in, first of which would be uh, Second Amendment rights. But you know, sometimes, sometimes it's not compromise you have to do. It's, it's priorities of what's most important and bringing um, wealth and prosperity to the American people holistically is definitely something that he concentrated on. With that said, there's a person out there that said, we need unity, and then turns around and blasts Kerry Lake for McCarthy not having the right votes. What these people are are tone deaf. They don't understand how people feel about what's happening. Let's go ahead and play it, uh, A7. A seven. A seven. Got it. Oh, are we there? Uh, yes. Give me what I'd skipped A seven. You did? Yeah, I had him. All right, I have. Let's A7. not do that. Yes. All right. Ready? Let's go ahead and play. Pelosi and Schumer were always on the same page, and until Republicans start to function like that, can you ever expect to to effectively govern? No, I think we have to start working together. I mean, I look at states like Arizona right now. I mean, look at Arizona. The top vote getter in the whole state was a Republican. She got 1,375,000 votes. And the other Republicans that were running in that state, you know who didn't vote for them? Republicans. So if we're so hateful towards each other that other Republicans won't vote for us, then we're doing exactly what the Democrats want, right? And so this scorched earth, I'm going to take on every other Republican, instead of focusing on who voters want us to focus on, which is the Democrats. Remember, the Democrats who are leaving our border open. They're the ones who kept our kids out of school. They're the ones who have allowed crime to run rampant in our streets. That is the Democrat Party. So as long as we're fighting each other, we are not keeping our eye on the prize. And I think we have to get the speakership settled, and we have to go forward if we're going to be successful in 2020 as a united party and right now this exemplifies exactly what the democrats want to see from our party listen you got to clean out the rift in order to get the raft in order to go down the river and actually uh, create unity you got to get rid of the rift and the only way to get rid of the rift is to get rid of the trash ron mcdaniel is is a romney is a political elite is someone that is dis disconnected with the reality of what the American people face. I think, just so you know, I think every single person in Congress should uh, have had to go through strife in their life and grow up poor and have to fight hard to just to get to the next step of their life. I think it should be more representative of what is happening in the, in the country. I think that you should only be allowed to serve for two, two, two terms and then go back into your community and work on the things that are necessary in order to have an effect on your society. That's what's called statesmen. What we have now is a bunch of politicians. It basically is kabuki theater. It's like standing up on a stage, yelling a bunch of things across the aisle and expecting everybody to align with you. And they're just not going to do it. The American people are tired of being slaves. And these people don't understand what slavery looks like because they have been the slave drivers. They said, we, you need to unite. The Democrats are the problem. No, the uniparty is the problem. The party of those that, that say that somewhere along the line that we should unify behind something that doesn't make sense to any of us. It does, it does not appeal to our sensibilities. Talking about compromise does not appeal to our sensibilities. You cannot compromise with the devil. You can't ask the devil not to touch your family, but touch everyone else's family. That's what the Catholic Church did in World War II when he went to, to Hitler and said, listen, you leave the Catholics alone and we will not say a word about you. Now, how well did that work out? They watched as people burned around them. They watched. And that is exactly what is happening in the United States today. Bridget Gabriel goes hard on McCarthy and says that he should step aside. One of the 20, but by the way, have become the enemy to the Republican establishment. 
And now we know who to go after as the American people have spoken. If it is of the people, for the people, by the people, then let the people speak. It's not just a, it's not just a Twitter poll. A vast majority of America does not want politics as usual, and they do not want the unit party. They are soundly rejecting it. And just because you selected, not elected people to those offices, does not make you legitimate. Let's go ahead and play A8. Yes, the alternative could be worse, but in this case, we don't have an alternative. We can actually nominate Jim Jordan, who is trustworthy. So if the of the conservatives in Congress will hold long enough to make sure uh, that they get the right person for the job in the leadership position. Look, Jim Jordan is trustworthy. Kevin McCarthy is not. And so I think, and now we are seeing, this is now that we are on the fourth round of nomination of votes. And in the last three rounds, Kevin McCarthy lost votes with every single round. So basically, he is losing as the day goes by. And there's a good chance that actually the Republican can get behind Jim Jordan because they can say, look, we need to come together. We need to unite. And hopefully Kevin McCarthy will do the right thing if he really cares about the country and step aside and allow Jim Jordan to take leadership. Yeah, 100% right, Bridget. At some point, Jim, uh, Kevin McCarthy has to say, these guys aren't budging. In fact, Chip Roy said, I'm not blinking. Gates ain't blinking. Yeah, Miller ain't blinking. Right, They're not going to blink, so he's not going to be the speaker, at least not for now. And he, it, you're right. The best thing for the country is for, for McCarthy to step aside and find someone who can. And by the way, how cool would it be to have Jim Jordan, Speaker of the House, taking over for Nancy Pelosi after they fired her? That would be just fantastic. Bridget, somebody great who is you. real and you. who is a fighter. Yeah, and he's a fighter and he's real. Bridget, thank you. Well, here we go. We're at the end of the show. That's it for today's show. I want you guys to know that I am 100% committed to bringing you the truth. I'm going to talk to you about truth. McCarthy is going to end up being the speaker. They, they say that they're not budging, but they will. They will budge, and there will be compromise, or they'll have the Democrats that, that build a, a coalition government come in and say, okay, let's put McCarthy in place so that we can have more of our kabuki theater. We're not getting enough airtime. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and pray. Just end this in prayer. And then just tell you that, hey, go over to CanCon, watch the rest of his show. He's going to be covering it. I think we're going to go live with some of the coverage here as well. Um, so we'll try to stay on top of that. Ash will be back talking about that in a minute. But Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be here today. Thank you for truth. Thank you for enlightening us and waking us up. Thank you, Father, for all of the blessings you've put in our lives. Father, thank you for just the guidance you've given us and the wisdom and the tenacity Father, please bless us as we go about our day, that we may do so with peace of mind, that we may have joy in the things that we do. I talk a lot about joy, Father, and I would just ask you for people to take a breath, breathe in, breathe out, and commit to studying the Word and restoring you to our community. Father, please help us that we may be ambassadors of truth and we may, we may stand for truth, not just in our minds, but also in the way that we speak to others. Help us, Father, we may do so in honoring you but we also may be warriors in protecting our nation and protecting humanity. I, I ask for all these things, Father, humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, God bless you all. I will see you tonight at 4 o'clock. Take care. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.